Well, good morning, everybody. My name is Mark Salem, and sitting here next to me is Alan Salem, my son, and Andy Salem Verdugo, and this is my daughter, and the two of them are uh, running our shop because uh, Renee and I are somewhat retired, and um, I've still got some horses that I've got to deal with, and the kids are doing a great job working at the shop. This show isn't about our shop. It's about your car questions and your car problems, and it's easy to get a hold of us and easy to ask a question, 602-508-0960. 602-508-0960. You start off with, I got this year, make and model a car, and then give us the symptoms. Tell us what it does this, and we're going to ask you questions. Does it do it hot? Does it do it cold? Does the vibration shake the seat of your pants, or does it shake the steering wheel? The engine miss, is there a check engine light at the same time that the car is running rough? Those are the kind of questions. It's a give and take. I'm a master technician, and I've been an ASE master certified technician since 1991, and I've been a certified um, ASE technician, not a master, but a technician since 1985. So it took me a while to get my certification, and then to get a master, you have to pass all the tests, and that was in 1991. And we fixed a couple hundred thousand cars in our life. In 1988, one of the biggest questions I had was, is what's the name of your shop, Mark? And The show isn't about my shop, so I created a list of the best car repair shops in Phoenix. And so I'll tell you about some of them, Automotive Dynamics. It's Sun City's largest and most trusted source for complete automotive services. I've known Chuck since 1982, and his son Derek runs Auto Dynamics. So they're on the north side of Grand Avenue, just west of 99th Avenue. And as far as Mark Salem is concerned, it's by far the best repair shop, honest repair shop, in all of Sun City, and it's called Automotive Dynamics. Let's go to Tony. Tony's been waiting. Thank you for holding, Tony. How can we help you? Thanks, Mark, for taking my call. You bet. I have a 95 Ford Bronco, and it's a rear axle question. It's got the 8.8. I need a recommendation on a good shop to bring it into for a noisy rear axle. And uh, Tell me, tell me when the noise on- is there. Uh, acceleration, deacceleration, the tone changes. Uh, it's got a hull back there, headed up on jack stands, spinning it. I've already replaced the rear axles and bearings because one was obviously bad. It was leaking and there was play in it. But now the sound of that, they've eliminated that sound. It's really obvious that there's something wrong in a ring and pinion or uh have you ever had the ring and pinion know. changed or is it the factory ring and pinion i think it's factory okay and it's a track lock okay well, it we get those noises after we don't set up a a uh, ring and pinion set correctly um where we have to go back in and readjust it i don't know how many miles this thing has on it sometimes it just needs adjustment but it doesn't sound like the teeth are meshing correctly for whatever reason uh whether it's come loose or whether they're just worn out but um anytime you get it on excel and decel uh that's a gear mesh issue so um we just have to take it apart and 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 look at them and maybe put a new ring and pinion in it at the worst case it's ring and pinion at the best case uh you might be able to adjust or shim Mm -hmm. the rear end but how many miles are on it uh, about 210,000. Okay. And what part of town are you in? Surprise. Oh, gosh. I don't know. I think Harker's would be the best shop for you to go to. I know I'm 100% sure they can fix this. 
their 38th Avenue and Indian School, so I'm not, I can't get you right out into surprise, but I know Harkers can handle this 38th Avenue and Indian School. Um, between Bob and uh, his sidekick there, they, uh, they're, they're like Mickey Mantle and Babe Ruth put together. They, they hit home runs all the time. So if I were you, I'd okay, go to Okay, that's them. what I need. Yep. I know there's a lot of adjustment and looking at, you know, patterns on teeth and this and that, and I think that part's over my head. Yeah, but see, you've done a great job. Unlike most people, the, the, and you've done a good job in describing it to us. So when you're feathering the throttle, the noise may not be there, but on on throttle or decel, you've got the noise. That helps us. Yeah, that that really helps us. So yeah, yeah that's it's completely gone if you're neutral on it, just almost on a coast. Yeah. Then boy, as soon as you get on it or off it, you get get the sound and it changes. Depending upon if you're on load or deacceleration. Yep. Yeah, those are like I said. You did a good job in telling us exactly how the heck it it it, uh, it sounds. So we we do those rear ends uh, ourselves, and and we we change gear ratios and we do all that kind of stuff. The 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 problem is you're two hundred and ten thousand. My fear would be you'd go in and make the adjustment and it would be okay for ten thousand miles, and then we'd be making more adjustments. Yeah. And 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 then we're we're also quite sure that that your '95 Bronco, which in effect is um, 25, 26 years old, um, at 210,000 miles, which is four times around the girth of the Earth, um, that no. it might five times, eight times. Yep. Yep. You're right. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. See, my I'm looking at numbers and I can't. Yeah, eight times around the Earth, so um, a ring and pinion set and a set of bearings wouldn't be a bad idea. No, not at all. So, all right. Good luck yeah. to you. Thank you very much. Can I? One more question. Can they do that with the axle in the vehicle? Uh, you mean the differential? Yes. Yes. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. We yeah. don't pull differentials okay. out to do that. Yeah. Well, we're going to take the, the axles out, the side. We're going to pull the third member or open up the third member or pull the cover. I don't know which one the differential is. Probably the cover, yeah. But we're going we're gonna to deal with it. We're not going to take it loose from the springs. No. We're going to do all of our work either in the front of the housing or in the back of the housing, one or the other. Great. Thank you so much for the recommendation. Okay. I'll check with Harkers. You bet. Thank you very much. 602-508-0960. If you have a car question, the lines are wide open. 602-508-0960. Gil, we're still uh, waiting for callers? Nope. Okay. I just got one. I have one. His oh. name is Bob. Bob, good morning. How can I help you? Morning, Mark. You know, on synthetic transmission fluid, for a 2014 GMC with a 5.3, um, you know, it's, it's uh, Dexron. Six, uh-huh. you know, is the factory fluid. Do you think there's an advantage to using like AMSOIL signature transmission fluid because they say it goes longer between <laughs> flushes? Um, I'm I'm not laughing at you. I'm laughing at these two because they're rolling their eyes. They know what my answer is going to be. Um, there's no such thing as an AMSOIL factory. Um, it, it's it's like engine oil. Just there's four or five people that make engine oil, and it goes in twenty or thirty different kinds of containers. So the answer to your question is is I you could use either one, but there is no benefit. And and if we thought for a minute that Amsoil or Perkins or any of these other way out there heavy marketed, um, if you put this in, you'll never have another problem. Well, if we really thought that was the case, we'd be selling it, and we don't. So I don't remember exactly the four companies that make oil, but Chevron, Phillips 66, uh, no, Mobile. Chevron, make, Chevron makes Phillips. Okay, uh, okay, Phillips is part of Chevron. Right. Yeah. It's it's Shell, Mobile, Chevron, 
and one more. Yeah. Those are the four major oil companies, and I can't remember the other one. There's four major oil companies that makes everybody's oil, and and so it's just something that came out of somebody else's. Now, don't 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 mistake us. We there are people out there, including some of our you know one of our employees here that, that swears by that stuff. It's just you know for us. I think the better question is is do any of us use it in our cars? And the answer is no. I mean, we, um, I, I don't know. We just, we just, we just don't for the, for the expense and the, you know, I don't want to say it's hard to get, but you can't just, you know, go down to checker and buy it or whatever, or wherever. But, uh, you, you know, it, we don't use it, but there are, I mean, sure, there are people that just swear by it. It's no different than Avon. When my mother was young, when we were young kids, my mother did Avon because it was a premium makeup yeah. for women, and it made them look prettier, made her faces last longer, and all this other stuff. And today, Avon doesn't, I don't even know if it ever even appears anymore. Sure. Andy, do you know? I don't know. Okay. I'm sure it's still around. <laughs> <laughs> what are you looking at me for? <laughs> <laughs> because I was going to say to When's you. When's the last time you ordered Avon? <laughs> yeah, I do have nice skin. <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. There's, there's, it's a, just a marketing thing where people can create the perception that if you want the very best, then you buy our product. And I'm not a believer in that kind of stuff. We have people like that that walk in our door once a month with a product that's better than anything else. Yeah. We had a guy walk in here with a spark plug not too long ago, and we'd never seen or heard of it. It outperformed everything there, but the guy's driving a car that's 17 years old, and it's leaking oil in the parking lot. So I'm not going to really trust him to tell me that I need to change all my spark plugs. By the way, what do you, what spark plug are, you, are we selling? That's a good question for... It, it, it depends. There's yeah, a lot of... There's, there's so a lot applications. Of, yeah, it, it's application-specific, but I know that... Uh, I know Denzel's a big one. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we still do some champions on some of the older stuff. Um, we do. We do. Uh, NGK, we're doing some NGK. Yeah, NGK. Yeah, it just it just depends. But it, it really it's it's up to us to pick the spark plug for your car. Your best you, if you bring your car for a tune-up, let us pick the spark plug because we're going to put the spark plug in their car that we feel is going to provide the best. Which one makes your car love you the most? Yeah, well, which one? And, yeah, manufacturer. And, and and the manufacturer to some extent. There are some. There are some. We ran into one a while back. I can't think of what it was, but there are some cars that just like some spark plugs better. Mm-hmm. And I want to say it was an NGK. We ended up yeah, having some issues, and it was a, and we ended up putting NGKs in it, which is what the factory called for. And it it just whatever it fixed the issue, whatever the issue was. I don't remember, but. But in your life, in the business, how long is it? How many times has no, that happened? No, no, no. And I could, I could say the same thing. There, there were times where we used a specific power steering fluid that, for whatever reason, made the howl go away. Yeah. And so I don't know why it's. There's uh, definitely those quirks. I think for different vehicles or different issues, but it's not. Um, it's not something that we live our life around. It's, it's yeah, it doesn't happen every day. It's kind of just an uh, oddball thing. And we have allegiance to our, our oil rep. We're, we're Chevron people. So mm-hmm. our oil is from Chevron, and we trust that the power steering and the transmission fluid and the engine oils and all that kind of stuff that they have are going to suit our purpose. Sure. And, and frankly, since 1988, when we were with Mobile, and then we went to with Valvoline mm-hmm. in 1985, we've really never had an oil-related problem. It is no. true that there has been times people One will minute. blame it on the oil, but that's easy enough to fix. The guy says, you, I told you not to use Valvoline in my car, and uh, you know my motor blew up. He brings it in, and the rod bearing is broken. The crankshaft is snapped in half, and the rod's hanging through the, the side of the block, and he's got this high-performance engine underneath his car. Mm-hmm. So The only it, time we see engines fail from uh, you know, an oil issues is when there's none in. 
<laughs> That's really the only time. <laughs> I say to people, 99.9% of the engines we replace have been overheated or run low on oil, and it's 100% of the cause of the person with their hands yep. on the steering wheel. Yep. And then a lady called, and she said, my husband blew the motor up, but it's my car. And I said, like I said, it's the guy with his yep. hand, hands on the steering wheel. Yep. Well, and that's another reason why I don't know that the intervals being extended are also a great thing because, you know, if you're not going a year without having your vehicle looked over, because most of the time people look over their vehicles at the oil change service, then, you know, you can be running your tires low, your fluids could be low, all sorts of things, and you're not paying attention to them. You're right. Yeah, oil change is oil lube and filter, and then check all the fluids, the tires, the belts, and the hoses, and look for obvious oil leaks mm-hmm. and other concerns that will probably raise their head before the next oil mm-hmm. change is there. So you're right. They're that inspection. We do have some people from the Mountain Park Ranch area and the Ahwatukee area that are in that category that you talk about that will bring it in and just have us just give it a check over. Just yeah. lift it up, look at it, um, and make sure that it's going to go another 3,000 miles. Sure. And, and the peace of mind is worth it. Yeah. And, of course, those are people that have been with us a long time. 602-508-0960. The lines are wide open. 602-508-0960. We'll be right back. Diabetes, high blood pressure, anxiety meds, everyone's on them. If you're a 50-year-old male, maybe a bit porky, and you may even have type 2 diabetes, a million dollars of term insurance may only cost you about 200 bucks a month. Call Term Provider. Speak with Big Lou at 800-333-1750. Big Lou will find a term life policy for you even if you have type 2 diabetes, are overweight, or have high blood pressure. Term Provider has helped thousands of people like you who think they can't afford term life insurance. To buy a million dollars of affordable term life for you, all you need to do is call Big Lou at 800-333-1750. Lou will make sure the scales are tipped in your favor. Call 800-333-1750. Big Lou will answer your call and work to fit you into a term life policy that you can afford. Remember, Big Lou's like you. He's on meds, too. Call 800-333-1750. 800-333-1750. I was in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean when it happened. There was a sudden jolt, and our submarine crashed on the seafloor. We were in total darkness. That's Dr. Dejana Figueroa, a marine biologist and STEM teacher, talking about a deep sea dive she'll never forget. It's funny. When I was a kid, I was afraid of the ocean. And there I was, two miles below the surface. But as a scientist, you prepare for that. Using our training and a little creativity, we fixed the sub and finished our experiments. The dive was just too important. Every dive gives us glimpses at things few people ever get to see. Blowing creatures, fiery undersea volcanoes. When we got back to the surface, I kissed the ground and called my mom, of course. But you know what? I wouldn't trade that dive for anything. Dr. Figueroa uses her passion for STEM to discover new things and make the world a better place. She can STEM, so can you. Check out She Can STEM for more stories and inspiration. A message from the Ad Council. Hey, everyone. You know, let's all stop what we're doing right now and take a moment. That felt good, huh? Just like that, we had a nice, special sort of moment. Together. Of course, they don't all need to be quiet moments to be special. They could be loud moments, goofy moments, sporty moments, dorky moments. Moments where we talk or walk or just hang out. It doesn't really matter. They all count. Because every time dads like us take a moment like that to spend with our kids... 
well. It's pretty momentous. <laughs> Sounds like somebody agrees. So let's take a moment to make a moment. Today, call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Today's edition of Under the Hood with Mark Salem is a pre-recorded show. Mark will be back next week, so enjoy the best of Under the Hood on KKNT. When it comes to car repair shops, let me tell you about the only one in Mesa that I can put my name behind and say it's a great place. They're honest. They're dependable. They've been around the block a few times. They're, it's, a, it's a younger couple. Brian and Thelma own Thompson's Auto Repair and Towing. They're on Main Street just east of Stapley. It's the only place in Mesa that's been able to pass the muster and pass all the tests that it takes to be on my list where I refer people to you. Obviously, it's important to me to get the best shops. And I, in Mesa, I'm sorry, the closest and the best one happens to be Thompson's Auto Repair Main Street, just east of Stapley. Mike, you're up first. How can I help you? Yeah, thanks for taking my call, uh, Mark. Uh, just a question about two different vehicles. First one is a 97 Jeep Grand Cherokee. And um, when, when it's in drive and you try to start moving and drive, it hardly does anything very, very sluggish. If you start out in second gear and once you're moving, put it into drive, then it seems to work fine. Okay. Well, if you manually shift it all the way down to first, can you go, you know, can you shift from first to second, second to third? Yeah. And and so then it sounds as though you're missing first gear, right? I mean, yeah, that, that, that's what you're off. saying. Yeah. How many miles are on it? Uh, hundred and fifty thousand. What did we tell you earlier? We said Here, transmissions are hundred and fifty thousand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> she sounds like she's. She sounds like she wet the bed. <laughs> Wait, hold on. What did you go ahead? What did you say? I, I was wondering if it could be something like a modulator or a dirty filter. Or... No, does it do sixty, seventy miles an hour in high gear? Yep. Okay, it's not the filter that's plugged. Uh, you know, it could be something, and uh, I'm not a, a, a training people or a training person. None of us are here, but in in some rare cases, yes, you, you get some, uh, you know, buildup or something, and there's solenoids in the transmission that will work back and forth. Could it be that? Yes. Finding someone who's going to go in there and just do a solenoid when a, a transmission, you know, maybe on its last leg is going to be a little bit different story. But sure, it could be something like that. Um, but you won't know that until you have someone actually tear it apart and look at it. And the risk, I mean, yeah. why somebody wouldn't do it is because the risk is so big, and really they're looking out for your best interest in the big picture. Why don't you just roughhouse it, okay? Just put it down in first gear after it's warmed up, and take wow. it up into the higher speeds and shift it to second, shift it to third, shift it up all the way up to the drive and overdrive. And then when you're coming down, then I want you to downshift to first gear, and let's exercise the shift range, and let's see if low will come back. If low doesn't come back, then I think you're probably um, better be looking for uh, how much are you going to charge me to take my transmission out and either replace it with a used or a, a rebuilt one or rebuild mine. That's the question. Yeah. Okay, Doke. He's got one other question on another car. Okay, I'm ready. That, that, that's not likely a torque converter issue, would it be? No, you said it'd do 50, 60, 70 miles an hour. The right. torque converter, we right. need that to lock up. Yeah. Okay. All right. The other, other vehicle is it's a. 1948 uh, Jeep Willys station wagon, but it's got a 1965 327 Chevy engine. Okay. And um, I'm not sure what's all inside the engine, but I know that 
there's uh, oversized valves in the head and a Holly uh, intake manifold and a Holly 600 CM okay. uh, carburetor. I just want to know, I mean, I got it running and it seems to run good, but I, I want uh, a performance tuning just to make sure the carburetor and the timing's tweaked good. Uh, what part that. of town you live in? On the west side, Peoria, some city. Um, I'm going to send you to Harker's. Yeah. They get with carbs? Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, this yeah. is this is what I'm thinking of. Bob and Mark and Eddie, all three of us could take that thing and just fine-tune it and put the idle on the edge of a razor blade. We could get him all wide open throttle. We can get it, the, the, the distributor to rattle a little bit on the top end of the RPM range. We've yeah. been there, done that. We built these motors. Yeah, yeah. And look at the vacuum and all that kind of stuff. So the, the answer is, is um, there's a lot of us old guys. We're down in Tempe. We're too far away for you. But but if you go to Harker's and you say, Mark Salem said that you're going to be able to align the fuel delivery, the timing, the EGR valve, all that kind of stuff, and to give me the best of all the worlds, how much is that going to cost you? Alan, what would you say? Andy, what would you say? Mm, I'd probably say three to 400 bucks. Yeah. Okay. And yeah. I'm going to say 400 is a little tall for me, but I was going to say 300, mm. 300, give or take 50. Yeah. But but there's no parts in there. We're talking about dialing that we're holly. Su- well, we're assuming the carburetor is okay. Yeah. 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 It, yeah. It, uh, power valves and making sure the right. float levels are good and setting the timing, setting the air fuel mixture, setting right. the main jets, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Just synchronize there. two, two and a half hours. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Okay. TOT Harkers is what I would say. Okay. Harkers and that's in. Uh, 38th Avenue and Indian School. Okay. Larry Harker's Auto Repair. Larry Harker's. What is TOT? Turned over two. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's, that's police talk, okay? Uh, okay. okay. All right. Ten right. four, let's go. All right. Uh, <laughs> ten four, good buddy. Uh, Mark over to Mario, over. Yeah. Mark to Mario, over. Yeah, hello. Yeah, yes. hi. Yeah, well, i got to start off with a comment. My wife said I should call you for fixing her AC on her car. So I'm going to thank you for... Fixing her AC on her car. Well, thank but, you uh, for that. Thank you. Yeah. What um, did did she have a con? Who did she have contact with in our in our organization? Well, I called you about a problem with an air conditioner, and okay. I wasn't getting cold air out of it. And you told me that I wasn't, or it sounded like to you that the, I didn't pull uh, enough of a vacuum on it to, to clear out the air and whatever it had in there. Okay. So, anyways, I got that over with. Okay. I feel better. Good. Uh, the second is, um, I my my car calls for a white or five weight oil, and I'm seeing that you know some people are recommending going to a zero weight oil for my car. Should I stick with the five weight oil? Well, mm-hmm. let me just explain something to you. Huh? Um, if we have two pieces of metal that are rubbing against one another, and the oil is supposed to get in there, lubricate, and get the hell out, and carry the heat with it. And the trash, okay? okay? Do we want peanut butter or do we want water? Mm-hmm. That's the difference. Okay. I want to tell you something. This is something you guys know that you're giving me a barrel of zero twenty synthetic mm-hmm. um, on on a monthly basis. Mm-hmm. We are selling the heck out of the low viscosity synthetic oils, and oh, well. they and they are so premium to everything that we have today. Mm-hmm. Well, go ahead. That's all late model stuff. I admittedly. Yeah, that's all late model stuff. That's if your car if your car calls for a five thirty or five twenty, I would run a five thirty. I would yes. not spend the extra money and go to a zero weight. And yes. it's a money okay. issue. They both provide a, your protection appropriately, but I agree with him. The money mm-hmm. issue is going. It's going to be a difference. It's going to be a third, a third to a half more. Mm-hmm. 
So you, I mean, you just you should be going with what the manufacturer recommends. Two minutes. Okay. The, uh, the, the these new cars are coming with such tight tolerances, and they're squeezing every single thing they can for fuel economy and weight to horsepower and all this kind of stuff okay. that they need an oil that's more advanced from what your car is calling for. Okay, okay gotcha. I have a funny story if I got time to tell it. Um, uh, you know what I. We'll listen, but we're going to have to break here. Yeah, I got a, I got a minute okay. and a half, but you go ahead. Minute and a half. Go ahead. Okay, just real quick. My wife worked at an auto parts store, and she said this guy was pulling these cans of oil out and getting to the back of the oil. And she says, I can't, don't know what the guy's name, but name is, but I'm going to use Mark. Anyway, says, what are you doing, Mark? He says, I know you guys put the freshest oil in the back of the shelf. <laughs> and she says, for God's sake, Mark, that oil is a million years old. <laughs> Precious oil. <laughs> I want to tell you something. Our, uh, what's our containers in the back? One minute. 300 gallons? Uh, oh, 375. 300, we have three, six. If I'm gonna, yeah. yeah. Six 375-gallon containers in the back that have yeah. all the lubes that we squirt into cars. And I, I promise you, when your wife brings her car in, Mario, it's going to get fresh oil. <laughs> We're going through that oil like there's no tomorrow. And so, and besides that, every night we have this little elf in there. He stirs it all up to make sure I that, that the old. I do that at the grocery store. <laughs> what? Well, that's going to make it feel a lot better. <laughs> Andy, what did you say? I do that at the grocery store. You do what? Well, that's different. Oil's a million years old coming out of the earth. I know. You, you're admitting that you go to the reach to the back of the shelf. Of course. Again? I get the milk from the very back. You get the bread from the very back. Yeah. That's Andy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the penny pinching lady. No, that it's runs. not about penny pinching. It's you get the freshest stuff in the back. Okay, well, we're going to leave the milk alone. And we'll be back right after this. Take the Patriot with you wherever you go. The 960 The Patriot mobile app. Your Alexa. Tune in. iHeart and Odyssey.com. It's your voice of reason 24-7. Have you bought or sold a house recently? Well, you probably noticed a lot of changes in the real estate market over the last few years. This is Phil and Josh, hosts of Arizona Real Estate Matters, which airs every Sunday from 2 to 3 right here on 960 The Patriot. From new industry regulations to down payment assistance programs, price increases and decreases, the real estate market is always fluid, and we are here each week to keep you truthfully informed and on top of your real estate game. So tune in each week to Arizona Real Estate Matters to hear what moves and shakes the Arizona real estate market today. That's every Sunday from 2 to 3 right here on 960 the Patriot. Wake up and text. Text and eat. Mm-mm. Text and catch the bus. Text and miss your stop. Wait, 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 wait. Text and be late to work. Sorry, I'm late. Text and work. Text and pretend to work. Text and act surprised when someone calls you out for not working. <clears throat> Me? Text and meet up with a friend you haven't seen in forever. Hi. Oh, hey. Text and complain that they're on their phone the whole time. Ugh. Text and listen to them complain that you're on your phone the whole time. Ugh. Text and whatever. But when you get behind the wheel, give your phone to a passenger. Put it in the glove box. Just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A public service announcement brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Hey guys, let's play some video games. This new dad plays video games with his sons. 
But the challenge feels like he's lifting a metric ton. So many buttons. His avatar just stares at the walls, twists and turns and somehow falls. Help me. He's tangled up in the controller's cords. I just don't understand this crazy digital world. Crazy, crazy digital world. Zeros and ones. But the love from his kids is totally apparent. See, you don't have to be perfect to be the perfect parent. You should have just played catch. You don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Thousands of siblings in foster care will take you just as you are. For more information on how you can adopt, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, AdoptUSKids, and the Ad Council. Introducing the YMCA. What, you already know the Y? Or so you think. Sure, you know the why for a swim, a workout, even a game of hoops. But did you know we're more than that? We're a cause. When you take your jump shot at the why, someone else is getting job training. Take a cardio class while kids are in an after-school enrichment program. Practice your downward-facing dog as a teen practices her leadership skills. That's the why. We work with people no matter their age, income, or background and give them the opportunity to learn, grow, and thrive, all with one simple goal in mind, to strengthen our community. And we've got so much more that does just that. So while you might think of the Y as that place for lifting weights, we're also about lifting entire communities. Introducing the Y. We're so much more than a place. We're a cause. Visit ymca.net slash more. For help with food, health care, and other resources, call or visit 211.org. 211, how can I help you? 211, get connected, get help. A message from United Way and the Ad Council. Today's edition of Under the Hood with Mark Salem is a pre-recorded show. Mark will be back next week, so enjoy the best of Under the Hood on KKNT. 11.33, Mark Salem here with Alan and Andy, my son and my daughter, who've been in the business for... How many years? I always mess it up. When did you first start? 20 plus years. Both of them 20 plus years. Andy signs the front of the paycheck. Alan signs the back of the paycheck. Alan runs the shop and Andy runs Alan. So between (laughs) between (laughs) the whole circle of friends, um, it works out really well. Automatic Transmission Exchange has been around since 1968. I've known Phil since 1968 he's a good guy he knows transmissions and the transition from the two-speed power glides three-piece three-speed c4s and c6s to the new electronics has been easy and here's why all we're doing is is we're shifting it differently where before we shifted it with throttle angle and pressure now we use electronics but in fact the transmissions basically work the same we're just shifting them differently so if you need a transmission problem looked at, or if you have a leak you need, then Automatic Transmission Exchange is at 40th Street in Washington, the north side of the road. It's been around a very long time, and it's a good transmission shop for you to visit with. Kevin, good morning, and thank you for holding through the break. How can I help you? Yes, this has to do with uh, synthetic oil and filter. Um, my girlfriend, she has a 2011 300 Mercedes, mm-hmm. and she's been taking it to a place and when she told me that every 3,500 miles, they're asking her to come in to get, you know, the oil tank, the synthetic. And I'm like, that just doesn't sound right. So She's probably I cute. The last time when she takes it. And I asked the guy, I'm off, why are you getting this vehicle in at, you know, 
thousand miles, thirty five hundred miles, and it's only got eighty thousand miles on. He's uh, oh, the filters don't last up to very long. I'm like, well, how long does a filter last? He's like, oh, about three thousand miles. That's why we need her to come in. I'm like, now I pulled that car out and I said, there's got to be a better way. Well, let, yeah. let, let me tell you the, the fact of the matter is, is this is going on a lot. A friend of mine who is a retired police chief took his car in for a service. They did a premium oil change and they put a 3,000 mile call on the sticker. Now, yeah. conventional owes three to 5,000 miles. Semi-synthetic is five to 7,500 miles. And a full synthetic That's starts at I... about 10,000 and goes to your Mercedes <laughs> to 15,000. 15,000. Yeah. So your girlfriend is probably pretty good looking. Your per, your girlfriend is gullible. You need to get that car out of that shop, and you need to go find somebody else that plays the game like it's supposed to be played. Yeah. And, and, it's, and I want to tell you something. Hold on. It's flat BS about the filter not being able to handle that. That's a lie. That's a lie. That's a lie. Now. Now. Okay. Now. Go. In, in Everything you said is correct. However... The filter is why we change the oil, because in a perfect world, oil will last forever. Mm-hmm. It gets contaminated, which is what the filter filters out. Right. So so they they don't wear out. I mean, they don't get full. But the reason that we do change the oil is because the filter does fill up with debris from filtering out the oil. And we lose the properties mm-hmm. within. Yeah. So the, the viscosity enhancers and the detergents wear out. Right. So the oil loses its property, but here... Let me ask you this question. This is a tough one. Okay. Andy knows the answer, so I'm going to ask you. How do you know when the filter's plugged? It bypass goes into bypass. How do you know when it goes into bypass? I don't know the answer. <laughs> I don't know. That's the answer. No one knows. Oh, okay. No well, one I'll, knows. I'll tell you. It, 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 in in fairness, our, our AMSO guy here at the shop, you know, again, we already had this AMSO discussion, but yeah. um, he's got 400. This is, this is God's honest truth. He's got 400,000 miles on, a, on an Explorer, and um, it, mm-hmm. he, he can correct me if I'm wrong. He changes the filter every 10,000 miles, and he's never changed the oil. That's not something we would suggest that you do on your brand-new $40,000 car. I wouldn't do it on my (laughs) go-kart. You know what? I have a 92 Toyota that I bought new that I still drive, 350000 never opened the motor, and I got over 100000 on the clutch. Yeah. So I'm yeah. trying to do something right there. No, no yeah, I, I'm not suggesting, nor would, nor, nor would I ever suggest that to anybody under any circumstances. He's gotten lucky. And he's hit his head a few times. Yeah, he's gotten lucky. And he's been with us 30-some-odd years, and he's really a good tech. Uh-huh. But there's certain – well, we have other techs that use bad words, worse than Andy, and we we don't <laughs> yeah. we, we, we deal with that. And we have some of them that smoke and some of them drink. Uh, it's okay. But the, he just has this Amsoil world around him, and we're not going to disrespect him, but – He's he he's successful with it. Yeah, you did the right thing uh, by yes. not having her go back. That's it. That's the right thing. Okay. Well, here's the problem. Okay. I'm at work and I work in patients, so I don't get to see her all the time. Mm-hmm. She's there right now. At she the went w- back. Oh. <laughs> get a new girlfriend. <laughs> I'm just yeah. kidding. I'm just it's kidding. It's time to get a new damn girlfriend. <laughs> I didn't have the answers for her not to go back. Wait okay. a minute. Hey, wait a minute. She's going to a shop in Payson? No, down here. I think. Oh, oh, no, no. He, I, he's I up there. I work in Payson. Okay. okay. So I can't be there where she's at. She had an appointment today, and I'm like, ah. All right. Give me gen- no, don't say the name of the shop. Give me the general location of where the shop is at. Uh, Power Road and University. Okay. And I- it's a... 
Here at the Almond Joy Factory, where tropical vibes abound, we use soft, fresh taste in coconut. The crunchiest almonds and delicious chocolate candy. Ah, but do you know what our most important ingredient is? Sometimes you feel like a nut. Sometimes you don't. Almond Joy's got nuts and something even way better than that. Yes, Almond Joy is made with almonds and joy. Maybe it's time to take a fresh look at everything we thought we knew about landing a great job. For instance, what if phenomenal careers start at the middle school science fair instead of at the job fair? If being the captain of the robotics team means just as much on a college application as being captain of the football team. And if knowing the quadratic formula is every bit as important as knowing the right people. Well, the fact is, the jobs of the future will be heavily geared towards science, technology, engineering, and math. In other words, the future is STEM. More opportunities, better pay. And the road to these great jobs starts as early as middle school. So if you're a student, talk to your school counselor about STEM. If you're a parent, talk to your kids. Because the job you'll get in the future may very well depend on what you do today. A public service message from America's Navy. Today's edition of Under the Hood with Mark Salem is a pre-recorded show. Mark will be back next week, so enjoy the best of Under the Hood on KKNT. Well, welcome back, everybody. 45 minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock, we're here every Saturday from 10 to 12, and we're talking about cars, and you can also go to our website, MarkSalem.com, look at our FAQs. Our FAQs over the last 30 years have been created and written about questions on the radio. We started radio in 1988 in the Valley, and so we're still on the air. We're here every day, every Saturday for two hours here on um, KKNT 960 AM, and uh, the FAQs on our website, like I say, are a derivative of all the calls that we've had. So um, we appreciate you spending your Saturday with us. But right now we're going to go back to the lines. And Hector had a quick follow-up. Hector, I'm all ears. Yeah, sorry to bug you about this again. Okay. I just need to know what should I tell my father if he connects the little air conditioning gauges to the, I guess, the low or the high end, whichever one you can. Can, you, can he realistically say this is how much Freon is in the system? So if he heard it from you, he'll know yes or no. Okay, but here's the thing is you really need to be going down the road. We need to bring the idle up. We need airflow across the condenser in order to test the operation. And so, I mean, if he, want us, if he wants to put his gauges on the car and then go drive down the road at 50 miles an hour, that will help. But I can't get within a pound one way or the other of guessing I'm going to look at the center vent temperature, and I'm going to say below 40 is good. So if he wants to check his Freon level, the best way to do it is go buy one of those stupid little thermometers, stick it in the center vent, go to maximum, and go to speed 3. Not speed 4, but speed 3. Let's run a little slow air across it. And if he's anywhere near 40 degrees as he's driving down the road, I don't care what the temperature of the day is, he's doing good. But with those gauges, I mean, essentially, no, he cannot. He can, he right. cannot get that information with the gauges. He, he can't. He can't. He Perfect. can. He Thank can have high so highs much. and low lows, and he can vice versa. And he, and, and and they tell him, I can't do that. Yeah. And I'm not the best guy in town, but I'm one of the best guys. Okay, thank we you. Can, thank we you. can stand there and look cool, but <laughs> pretend <laughs> like, like we, we do. Know we're doing. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Hector, if you want, you can send me a hundred bucks, and I'll tell him anything you want. <laughs> yeah, right. I'll, I'll tell him whatever you wanted me to tell him. Yeah, right. All right. Let's go talk to Jeff. Jeff, how can we help you? 
Uh, good morning. Thank you for taking my call. I have a 2020 Dodge Ram 1500. Now, I have not had an American pickup or vehicle for probably 25 years. When I turn it off and walk away, occasionally I will hear a whistling sound. Um, is that something I need to take to the shop? Is that just the way it is? No, it's just, is there any pretty girls around there? Because those Dodges have a bad habit of just whistling <laughs> at the girls. <laughs> Just, um, just my wife of 33 years. Oh, well, you. good there you job. Go. Good hey, job. That's it. That's it. That's it. You tell him Mark Salem said the, the truck's just whistling at her. <laughs> no, the answer is we got all kinds of things that are starting. The, the Freon level in your air conditioning system is going to, to, to equalize. You might hear that. We might, okay. ha- we might have some. And I'll tell you where I think you're going to hear that noise from in the area of the passenger side front seat in the glove box area. It is. Bingo. We're, it there, is. No it's harm. It's just a, a whistle. Perfect. Okay. All right. Listen, Thank now, you. hold on, hold on. You're going to tell her that Salem said that that new ram is whistling at her. Okay? <laughs> I Most definitely I will. Right. Now, I do have a question, another question for you, if I could. Okay, go. Um, motorhome. Okay. 30, because I know you, you have motorhomes and you deal with motorhomes. Uh, 28 to 32 feet, is it better to have a, a gas? Or diesel, or does it really matter? I've had both, and I don't care. Right. I've had the 460 okay. Ford. Cha- I think the chassis is more important. And don't tell anybody I said this, okay? But the best chassis right. out there right now is the Ford. I, I okay. hate to say that. but And I'm, I'm looking at motorhomes myself right now. But um, I think if you get a Ford chassis, and if you get the 460, some derivative of the 460, um, or that size of motor, and you get an, an right. electronic transmission, I think that, that you're hitting a home run. But we do work on a lot of motor homes, but the old Chevy chassis and some of the old half-breed chassis are tough kind of to work on. But at the bottom line is, is, is I think the Ford chassis, as much as that pains me to say that, I, 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 most of my I successful motor homes have been Ford chassis. That was all a lie. Get a diesel. Don't, don't <laughs> take that advice. Get a diesel. Don't. No, stop. You will. You no. Okay. No, if he, all right. No, okay. If no. he gets a diesel, what's he going to get? Which one? Which motor is he going to well, get? Well, the first thing I would do is, is w- w- what years are you looking at? So I currently have a, a twenty, uh, a two thousand and seventeen, uh, thirty-eight foot. Okay. Uh, gas with the with the uh, Triton V10, and it's just too big for us. Okay. So we want to get something smaller. I've driven as large as a Prevo. Okay. And this, when something goes wrong, it costs the farm. Sure it does. So I'm looking for something that's two to three years old in that 28 to 30 foot, 32 foot range because my wife can drive it then. Okay. Okay. You? All right. The only... Which one? You need to put him in a Ford, a General Motors, or a Dodge chassis? No, I mean, I would put him in a Dodge. The The, the, the problem is, is that... What we're seeing now is, is 99% of the problems with this stuff is all this emissions BS right. that they have. And so, but, but, right. but, but, but on the flip side of that same coin, those are for people who take two mile trips, two mile trips, three mile trips, four mile trips, you know. In a motorhome, you're not doing that. Right. Uh, so, you know, your long distances, it gives it time to regen. You're going to have to deal with the death. But the first time you're climbing up that hill and a 67 Volkswagen passes you in that gas one, you're going to be pissed. <laughs> okay? I promise you. Uh, and then wait a minute. Let me clean up what he's saying. Both of us own Dodges. Okay? I've got the 6.7. He's got the 6.7. 
it's a it's a it's there's been times we can't decide on who can outrun who and it depends on the mile per hour we are both dodge guys we build heavy okay. duty dodges we work on dodges but we work on the 66 the general motors yeah. Duramax. we yeah. work on all of the we love the 674 yeah and so when you got the 674 right. the 67 diesel uh, dodge so and you got the 6 the V8 on the GM side wouldn't you agree Alan that all of those yeah, are good yeah. motors yes i mean if i had all three of them i would take the dodge but yes absolutely any of those three and they're all going to have okay. the emission stuff the, 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 yeah and they're easy to work on they got good trannies in them they got good suspension in them and find somebody that does motorhome work and they can do the refrigerator and all that other kind of crap as well. And, and you could take it to pretty much any diesel, me- diesel mechanic. You know, that Prevost, you've probably got an 8.3 Cummins or a, you know an 8.9 Cummins or something like that. Yeah. I and mean, that's a very specialized unit there. But um, yeah, these, you know, we work on them all the time. All right, let me tell you what I am looking at. I want you to look at the, the Renegade. Have you seen one of those? Yes, but I haven't looked closely. Okay. okay. I'm looking at a Renegade, and here's the reason. There's there's something, a DD-16. A DD-16 okay. is a Detroit diesel with 600 horsepower. 16 liter. 16 liter. And it's, right. a, it's a monster, and it comes with an Allison transmission, which is one of the best trannies out there for motorhomes. So when you start talking about a Detroit 16-liter and you put an Allison behind it, I'm talking about something that excites me. It accelerates <laughs> up 8% grades. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah. Well, and I, I could tow my truck with that. Yeah, oh, you can so <laughs> ten trucks of that. <laughs> it, it, it is a very expensive motorhome. Um, Renee and I are, are 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 in retirement mode, and she likes to go junking, and I'm happy to be her her uh, handyman. Happy and, and <laughs> hap- well, happy happy to be her. <laughs> I'm oh, happy. Another good answer. Please <laughs> can't tell you how many f- plane flights home there have been from <laughs> Texas. Motorhome trip. Yeah, Florida. <laughs> hey, I'm coming back. Where's that? He's still in Florida. <laughs> okay. That's a one, one of those okay. trips. <laughs> okay. Uh, I, I love it. No. Oh, I, I am excited well, I, I, to I, go. I will, Let's I will pack tell up. You. No, I will tell you. There is something with my mom in directions. I, I mean to tell you, she can't read a GPS. She I mean, holds a map like a lazy Susan. In fairness to my dad, I mean, I mean, yeah, yeah, I, 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 how do you not read a map? And on top of that, how do you not? read a phone. I mean, it, the big green arrow that says go right in 500 feet. I mean, seriously, it's not that difficult. Yeah, well, to oh, mom's I, I, defense. Go ahead. Go ahead. Do it. mom's defense. He, he's not always the most listen, patient. Listen, I want to know, but I'm turning listen, down now. Listen, now. listen, after 15 wrong turns, I'd be pissed too. Okay? You'd both be pissed after one wrong turn. <laughs> the real problem is, is I'm doing 70 miles an hour, and I'm waiting for yeah, her, and, and she says, on the oh, you should have turned right there. <laughs> and then we get downtown, wherever that stupid, oh, what's yeah. that silo? <laughs> Magnolia. Magnolia. I've got a motorhome with... 30 foot of trailer and she's got me on a on a on a cul-de-sac and you're happy to take her on these junking <laughs> tours people that's what it sounds well, like the motorhome's <laughs> big enough to haul the junk i'm not taking no trailer <laughs> 
But it is true. Mrs. Salem is a little bit deficient in the in the. Uh, there is no amount of computers I could wrap her in. Why don't you guys invest in a GPS that just talks to you and tells you where to go? In 500 feet, you're going to turn right. Because you somehow she will screw it up. <laughs> okay. She won't even need to talk. Here's the problem: someone has to enter the data correctly. Oh gosh, come on. Okay, somebody has to put you down do the address. I'm driving. <laughs> I, look at. I got to clean the poop tank. I got to cook. I got to do this. Oh, I got to cook. Do this. <laughs> oh, cook. <laughs> you haven't even mac and cheese. <laughs> you don't even know how to use a microwave. <laughs> Siri Cook. Listen, all I need to do is drive and be where my chauffeur's at to get her to yeah. where she wants to go. Oh, yeah. And then she goes into Magnolia, and she calls, and she says, is there any place we can rent a bigger trailer? I said, we don't even have a trailer. I know, but we're going to need one when I'm done. Anyway, oh. any, I, thanks for laughing at this, Hector, but, um, you know, I, 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 I think we've given you the answers you need. You won't be disappointed with the diesel. And then some. Yeah. So thank you. All right. Thank you, Hector. <laughs> now he knows how, how yeah. motor home trips are. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But it, and, and let me just, it, you can tell, we've been motorhoming since about 1980. Yeah. And, yeah. and you kids have been every east and west highway from 10 to 90, yes. coast to coast, and every north and south highway from 1 to 95. Mm-hmm. And every summer we would take off, and Renee and I would leave the shop in capable hands, and we would go motorhome. And so yeah. you kids have seen a lot of stuff, and and now we're starting to take the grandkids. Yeah. And and so we, I have lots of Two. miles. We've had Winnebagos, we've had Fords, we've had Dodges, we've had Chevrolet chassis, we've had them all. Yeah. We've had breakdowns, we've had all kinds of problems. Mm-hmm. And um, and so I tell people with motorhomes, take your house, and shake it for ten thousand miles. And see what happens. Yeah, no, it's been it's. I mean, it, some it, of our greatest memories mm-hmm. are trips like that. So we we laugh because. Well, tell funny, me which one which one hits me itch in the eye right now. Oh my The gosh. dog walking through the tar. <laughs> <laughs> Or the dog. The guy in the bath slippers. We're on our way out of Alaska, and we stop to let the dogs go to the bathroom, and one of them walks through fresh tar. I put him in the bathtub, which takes the tar all over the bathtub, and and I mistakenly think that a can of carburetor cleaner oh, will will to remove the tar. Well, it does remove the tar, but the dog bit me and almost took my finger off, <laughs> which minute. then made us stop at some place to have my finger bandaged up or stitched or whatever. So yes, we've had some calamities. Oh, we've had. So many we've stories. Had, yeah, we've had a lot, but we can still laugh about them. Oh, yeah. It's been great. All right. Anyway, mark at marksalem.com is my email address, mark at marksalem.com. And motorhomes is one of my favorite subjects. Mm-hmm. I love to talk about motorhomes and microwaves and all that kind of Cooking. stuff. Cooking. Cooking. <laughs> Not using microwaves. <laughs> Fixing microwaves. Hey, I use it good if it says coffee. I push the coffee button. I know how to do that. That's it. Oh, you guys make fun of me. Coffee. <laughs> Who makes coffee in the microwave? Hey, by the way, hey, what kind of Give trailer do you Yeti. have for sale right now? What, what, what's that trailer you have for sale? Uh, oh, a Jayco. A Jayco. How long is it? A 22 two feet. Foot. Yeah. 22 foot Jayco, two axle we've got for sale. Mark at MarkSalem.com if you're looking for one. This is one that I personally put back together and made right.